Hi, it's me, Victoria, your DM. I am back from D&D Live, and boy, oh boy, did I have a blast. The D&D creator community is really just the most wonderful community I've ever had the privilege of being a member of. They are so fun to be with. I met so many people in person, not just on Twitter and online, and it Oh, I, I, I can't gush about it enough. So thank you, Wizards of the Coast, for such a fantastic event. We will be at Gen Con! I'm running a couple of games called Usher the Dead, which is a, a Rashomon Hathren adventure, and Shipping on the Docks, which is a fun, non-combat urban adventure. Tracy and Kristen will be running a D&D fitness workshop, and of course... We have a live show. We will have guests. They're not set in stone yet, so we're not announcing them. But we do have some people who, if they do end up going to Gen Con, they agreed to be our guest players. And we're really excited about it. So you better get your tickets before they sell out. That Those can be found on the Gen Con website. We can't wait to see you there. This episode is brought to you by Les Artisans d'Azur. They are a wonderful costuming company based out of Montreal. You can find them at www.artisansdazur. That's artisans, D-A-Z-U-R-E.com. They provided me with some fabulous pieces for my Nithra costume cosplay that I wore at D&D Live. And you can find those pictures on social media. They're so good and such great quality. Definitely, if you're putting together a costume and you're not the sort of person who's like really handy and like sewing and all that kind of stuff like me, then they are the place to go. Okay, let's get to it. The broads head back to the Temple of Shanti after capturing the turtle. Kila was so close to regaining a memento of her past. Meanwhile, Maypri tosses and turns in her bed. You're listening to The Broadswords. This episode stars Bianca Zelda as May Pri, our lovable tiefling barbarian. Yularis, hi! Are you are you okay? And we have guest Adam Carnavalli of D&D's for Nerds playing Lucky, the halfling rogue. Oh, 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 well, that's very rude of you to say, but all right. And then there's me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. We have a guest today. Hi, Adam. Hi, I'm Adam from D&D is for Nerds, the most politest named Dungeons and Dragons show around. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. 
It's a it's a lie. <laughs> you heard it straight from Adam's mouth, everyone. You have a mustache this time. You yes, didn't have a mustache last yeah, time. Yeah, that's new. Okay, it. I couldn't. I thought it was the hair, but I think it might be the hair on your face. So that's no, that's nice. Yes. Uh, for for those of you playing theater of the mind right now, my mustache is big, <laughs> bushy, and it doesn't make me look like a little baby trying to grow a mustache. No, it's majestic. It is. It goes very well with the pineapple shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a shirt, ladies and gentlemen. This is Uh-oh, a I don't know. It's one oh. piece. <laughs> it goes all the way down. It goes all the way down. Got a lot of feelings about that, and I think they're positive. <laughs> I think they're positive. I think it's great. It's wonderful. I, I, I wish everyone could see this outfit. <laughs> it's quite lovely. It's a romper with my least favorite vegetable on it. No, fruit. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. How embarrassing. Yes, it's, it's my a least berry. favorite fruit. Oh, well, shushums. <laughs> you, you... <sighs> At any rate, Adam yes. is here to play Lucky. So who's Lucky? Well, 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 well. Lucky's a bit of a uh, he's a bit of a character, huh? So he he's the politest little boy you'll ever meet. The first the first conversation you ever have with him will be something along the lines of my name's Roscoe Lucky Ail, but most people call me Lucky cuz most people are my friends and that's my name to my friends. You want to call me Lucky? Feel free to call me Lucky, but that means we're friends. Just letting you know. That would be probably the first interaction you ever have with Lucky. He's a halfling. He's uh, specifically of the light foot variety as opposed to the other types of halflings there are in the world and there are many types, but uh, Roscoe doesn't like to concern himself with the different types of halflings, only whether or not they're his friends. And they're all his friends. Friends, sometimes family, sometimes frenemies. Uh, <laughs> but as Roscoe likes to say, keep your friends close and your frenemies even closer. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what he says all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's it. literally the first interaction you will ever have with him. It's a little weird because he's talking in the third person, but... <laughs> That's the way Roscoe rolls. Indeed. And the last time we saw everyone, you had just caught a thief in the shape of a turtle in a pot. Uh, so the the turtle in the pot was taken straight to the guards. Um, they, they quickly confiscated so that turtle soup could not be made. <laughs> and um, everyone went back to the temple. And it's late, so a lot of people are now retiring to their rooms. Now, this temple, it's... it's The Shanti doesn't have a main temple in Waterdeep, but her temple, while modest, is still still pretty nice. Um, and so you all have your own rooms. Maypri, you're getting ready for bed. What's your bedtime routine? Oh, it's pretty non-existent. Um, as soon as I decide that I want to go to sleep, I find a spot to lay down and sleep. Well, luckily for you, there's a bed. Okay, we're good. So I'm going to go sleep in that bed. <laughs> so it's time to sleep. I don't sleep, have a so toothbrush just... or anything. Yeah, I'm just going to lay down and be like, all right, I had a busy day. Um, we maybe solved a murderer. We stopped some baddies. And um, time to lay down and get, catch a couple of zeds. All right. You just... Go to sleep. All right. Yeah. Very. And then like there, there's a shot with like Yaleri's in the other room going 
through a very detailed <laughs> nighttime routine. 100 hairbrush strokes, like brushes her teeth like 50 times on the top, 50 on the bottom. Very meticulous. Yes. And then we come back to Maypri, who is asleep. And you are dreaming. You stand in a mountain pass, and there is a black marble tower looming ahead of you. There are dead brown vines clinging to its side, and wind buffets you, trying to knock you over. You feel something pulling you towards the tower. There, there's like this immaterial force that just seems to be drawing you towards it. I've seen this tower in my dreams before, haven't I? It is very familiar, yes. Okay, okay. If I had a perception roll to look around, would I maybe see a white tower? Are you going to turn around and look? I want to look. I just, I want my feelings to be confirmed. Yeah, you don't actually have to roll. You can turn around to look, and you see a crumbled broken tower. There's just what foundation used to be there and overgrowth. Hmm. Okay. Feeling a little disappointment. I will succumb to that pulling sensation and uh, head towards the dark tower. It is rather overrun with those dead vines. You can see windows kind of gleaming in like the starlight, I guess. Like you're in this, it's not quite night, it's not quite day. It's like this weird nebulous time where you are. There's some light from the sky, but it's on and off. Like it's weird. This is a dreamland. This is, this landscape isn't exactly what it should be but for you it's exactly how it should be okay it's like one of those situations where like you're in your house but it's not your house yep yep (laughs) and as you approach it there are those windows and you see sparks of color through that and there is like a broken door but as you as you approach this you can see up in one of the towers, there's a face. A very familiar face. It's Yaleri's face. Oh. And she looks terrified. Yaleri's, hi! Are you, are you okay? Nothing. She's just staring out, and this look of terror, her mouth agape. Um... I'm going to run in and go make sure that my friend is okay. As you start to run, you it's slow motion. Ugh. It's like your your legs are made of molasses. They're dragging. The you just you're you're moving and you're fighting to move forward. You just you can't. You can't go forward. Do I have my glaive with me? Can I use it as like a walking stick to like heave myself through. Give me a d20 roll. Just flat d20? Flat d20. It's a three. Okay. You think about your glaive and you want your glaive and you go to reach for it and it's not there. Ugh. This is the worst dream. 
Okay. I inside of the tower, what is my situation like? Do I have stairs that I can ascend? You can't get in. Oh, You're, oh. you just you can't move. Oh, You're trying terrible. to move, but the like it's just it's not working. I'm gonna rage. Um I'm angry. <laughs> I wanna get out of this. I have to go make sure my friends are okay. Um, and it, it's pretty much just gonna look like like my face is starting to get a little bit darker and fresh, like embarrassment and frustration. Like I know I have to go do something. I have to go save my friend. But when you can't do something, you kind of get that buildup feeling. And I just let it all out in this like guttural roar and I start to rage. From your peripheral vision is a bald man in white linen and sandals whip my head over to him. You! You! I need your help. You've helped me before. Come here. It's not you that needs help. It's her. Let let me go help her. I have to go. Now! You already have the power to, he says as he approaches. And he reaches for your hand with the marble ring. Ah, this... I don't know how to use it. This has been on my finger for so long. What do I do? You haven't tried. I I don't know how to try. Tell me what I'm supposed to do. Wake up. (sighs) And you're awake. You're lying on your bed. Eyes wide open. Probably drenched in sweat. Like, that was, <laughs> A lot of frustrations. <laughs> I'm gonna look at my hand. Am I wearing that ring still? Yes. And your hand feels warm. I'm gonna take it off my finger, look at it, and then slip it back on. I don't know how to use you. I'm gonna spin it a little bit. Okay, ring. Do the thing. And I'm gonna spin it some more. Does anything happen? <laughs> no. Okay, I need to go cool my head. I'm going to get up, get out of my bed. Um, where, like, what are my, where am I located inside right now? Am I in the church? Yeah, so you're in, like, the guest wing of the temple complex. Temple. Uh, the guest wing, there is, like, there's, like, a long hallway with with rooms. Like, the, these rooms aren't huge they're they're just large enough to really to fit a bed and a bedside table and maybe a chest and that that's really it they're they're quite tight they're they're like cells really um and then you can it opens up into like a common area and then that will lead to the courtyard which if you were to cross you that would take you into like the the place the temple the place of worship itself Okay, I, I'm going to grab my glaive and I just need to go outside. Like, I just need to get out, get some fresh air and cool my head. So you go to the courtyard? Yeah. Okay. So there we have Lucky in the courtyard of the Temple of Chanti. What's Lucky doing? Or, well, Lucky's probably, uh, he's going over his many different things. Lucky's a big fan of all of his little odds and ends. He's uh, <clears throat> He's got a bag of a thousand ball bearings and he's just counting them to make sure they're all there. 872, 
Lucky. Uh, good morning to is you. It, is it really morning? I don't think the sun is up. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to snap at you. <sighs> I just had a terrible nightmare. Do you do you sleep? Do you have nightmares? You must know what it's like. Lucky Roscoe Il is only scared of two things. One of them is things that rhyme with bat. And the second one is druids. Can't stand either of them. If I see them, I'll shriek. Like a little, like a, a high-pitched shriek. Like a ah sort of thing. So if you hear me ever making a sound like that, I've seen one of them. Okay. Um, that was informative. Uh, I'm a very, I'm a, I'm a man of very specific understandings. I could tell. I've only got the, the, I've only got the, I'm a simple person. Anyway, you look like you've seen a ghost. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. My dream was complicated and it always comes back to, and I'm going to extend my hand, the stupid ring that I have. I thought it was supposed to be something good, but it's really just like, I don't know. Do you, do you have any magical insight? I once got it appraised and he told me I could walk through dreams. But I've never walked through a single dream except my own. Uh, I have no magical expertise, but I am going to grab the ring. Oh, not grab the ring. Sorry, gently grab uh, your hand. And I'm going to attempt to appraise it as if I do have magical understanding. Okay. I don't. And I'm never going... The trick is, I never claim I do. <laughs> uh, is there a check I can roll? Uh, maybe Arcana? All right. I got a 12. I'm sure that's the highest anyone has ever rolled concerning this ring. So please furnish me with information that no one else has known. It is made of white marble. It's very smooth. Mm. Um, and it, it's, it's warm to the touch. It's not just like it's been against her skin warm. Mm. Like it's and, warm. And something else And her about hand it. is mm. quite warm as well. All right. Just that one hand. All right. All right. So, look, this ring seems to have some sort of warming property about it. You feel this hand uh -huh. ear, and you feel this hand uh -huh. ear, yeah. right? I, I assume to understand the temperature difference, I must be holding both of your hands. Okay. Yeah. Here they are. Uh, so uh, there's some there's some warming property about this, and I end that very lamely. <laughs> um. Oh, okay, Lucky. Thanks. I feel better. Well, well, if you're looking for any more information about that, we are in uh, what some might call a repository of information, aren't we? The temple here. You could probably find someone who could answer your question around here, I imagine, surely. I mean, it's still really late or kind of early, depending on your perspective, and... <laughs> I don't... I don't really see any... Do you want to walk around and see if you can help me find anybody? Absolutely. There, I'm sure. I'm sure the temple is full of only very helpful people who will be very unperturbed to be disturbed at such a late slash early hour. <laughs> I am. I, I'd stake my my career. Okay, on I'm it. just gonna take my hands back. Thanks. Oh, oh yeah. Of course, I forgot I was holding <laughs> them. Sorry. So you wander towards the the temple where the the shrine I think that's is. That's the best that place that will find yeah. people. Okay. So you walk into that area and there is, it's still kind of outside, like there are areas that are covered, but the center is open to the night sky. And in that center is a great tree. And there are a lot of plants um, around this place. It's 
absolutely beautiful. It's like a p- place of wild nature in the middle of the city, but it's cultivated. Like it, it there aren't like the colors are arranged, but it looks natural. Somewhere between untamed wilderness and uh, paved paradise to put up a parking lot. Somewhere in between there. Yes, but closer to the wilderness. Closer Mm -hmm. to the wilderness. All right, cool. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, uh, is there anyone here? Anyone at all? There is a, a woman in a gray robe, and she is kneeling in front of the tree. Oh, um, excuse me. I'm I'm really sorry to interrupt your prayers. Lucky, let me do the talking. You're gonna scare her away. Um. Uh, oh, 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 well, that's very rude of you to say. But I mean, all I've right, I've talked with you. Look, you're right, though. Okay, you're right. Okay, you're right. You're right. When you're yeah, right, you're you. right. Um, excuse me. I, I don't mean to interrupt your um prayers, but I I just have some questions, and maybe you you can help. She pulls back her hood and turns slightly and to look over her shoulder at you and she says ah yes our guests how can i help you and she rises brushing off her knees well you've got a lovely tree here um so thank you for letting us stay but i don't know how to really i'm just gonna come out and ask i what is this ring and i'm gonna extend my hand can you tell me about it it's really I need to know. I've spent so much time not knowing, and I did not like the dream that I had, and I don't want to have another, and I think it's related to this ring. She she looks at it. Well, that's not really my wheelhouse, I'm afraid. But come, yeah. sit down. And she motions towards a, a bench off to the side. If the bench has enough room, I'd like to sit in between them, not really understanding the the social niceties of the situation. Okay, that <laughs> happens. Um, and Talk she, over you. she kind of pauses, a little taken aback, and you you squeeze yourself in between, and she she just drops it at that point. What do you know about it? Well, um, my main bit of knowledge is that it should enable or help or assist or let me dream walk. And the second bit is that it makes my hand really warm. So you know what it does. So what you really want to know is how to activate it. When you say it like that, yeah, but I've never confirmed either of those. I mean, it does make my hand really warm. Um, That I've confirmed. Uh, I have yet to confirm the dream walking aspect. So you want to dreamwalk? I I guess. That sounds really scary. Well, luckily for you, we have books. That's why I'm talking to you. (laughs) Let's go to the library. Oh, okay. I... Oof. (laughs) And she takes you to the library. It's a a modest library, um, but, I mean, there's about two two walls, floor-to-ceiling books. So it's it's modest in consideration compared to the libraries that Yaleri's is used to. Uh, but, I mean, it's nothing to shake a stick at. Particularly in a society where not everyone can afford books. So, 
she starts looking through things, um, and it's actually kind of boring because she's just looking through books. And it takes a while. While she's looking through the books, I've decided to help Lucky count his collection of bolts just to pass the time. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. You take this half. I'll take this half. We should both have 500 unless I haven't split it evenly, but we won't know that until the end. Okay. All right. One. One. Two. Two. Three. 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 Oh, we were on four. Come on. We didn't even get that far. You can't mess up now. This is why I was up all night. This is why I keep I keep going away to that place I go away to, and uh, I come back and I've forgotten where I was up to. Anyway, one. Uh, I'm gonna look behind me. Has um I haven't even asked this fantastic person's name, um, but I am very grateful for their help. But I'm gonna look back. Have they uh do they look like they have a face of success in terms of finding what they're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> they look in thought they are she is looking through it at a book and she's quickly flipping through it and then you see her stop stick her finger down on a page nod her head she closes that book and then a vine kind of erupts from her right hand <gasps> to reach up and clasp another book on one of the top shelves and brings it back down to her lucky stifles a scream <laughs> I'm gonna look over. Oh, did you drop a bolt? Are you? Oh, do you want me to pick the bolt up? Are you okay? Um, uh, Lucky backs away as far as he can until he interacts, until he hits an object, and one arm splayed out, the other arm still stifling his slow scream. <laughs> the woman turns around to look at you, startled. Are you okay? Please, is there anything I can do? And she starts approaching. Uh, Lucky, in a blind panic, begins, uh, what am I up against? Am I up against a, book sh- a bookshelf, a wall? Sure, a bookshelf. I, uh, I-, I want to turn around and start climbing the bookshelf. All right. That's um, acrobatics or strength? Or athletics, which one? Acrobatics is probably my best one. I get a 19. All right, you climb your way to the top of that bookshelf and she stops stares up at you and then looks incredulously over at Maypri. did you say something that rhymes with matt by chance no i i i don't think so i i was i didn't say anything did uh, i you know you really didn't oh are you are you a druid <laughs> oh no yeah Oh, he yes. has a fear that seems to manifest when he sees Drude and that I think that's the sound he made when he demonstrated that sound was a little bit more more than that. So he's really <laughs> holding it in. Um Lucky, are you okay? And I'm gonna like poke up the butt of my glaive towards you, like if you need to like hold on to it, like I can help you out. I hold on to it. Uh, half to steady myself, half to just have an interaction with a another creature that is not a druid. Okay. And I say, I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. Um, I don't. I mean, how could we? Po- how could we possibly understand your magic? You, we don't know where you get it from. We don't know where it's coming. Where it comes from. We don't know what it's doing. It could. That vine could reach up and strangle me at any moment. But that's how it works. I assume. Uh, that's fine though. That's fine. <laughs> 
and then I want to stay right where I am. I see. Um, right. Um, well, in that case, Maypri, perhaps we should speak in the hall? Yeah. Um, Lucky, hold on to my glaive. Um, you gonna be okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not afraid of Because we're friends. Her. You've been calling me Lucky. That's how it works. Yeah. We're friends. So I'm looking out for you. Oh, thank you, Lucky. Um, I mean, I want to make sure that you're okay. Please don't fall. If you fall, shout and I will come. I don't know first aid, but I can carry you to somebody who does. All right. And if uh, and if uh, the evil nature of uh, her druidic powers rears its rears its head, uh-huh. um, you just let out like a like a hoo hoo, like an owl. All right, and I'll come running. Like a hoo hoo. Oh no no wait no oh, she'll oh. know she knows what an owl is. She's a druid. Oh right. Um, give me like a like a uh, of a of a orn an orn that doesn't appear in nature. Okay, I won't recreate that one for you until I need it. Like until I need to. All right, I know the temptation will be there to make that noise for other reasons. So try to avoid it. I, I will. Thank, thank you, Lucky. Um, please get down from the bookshelf safely. I will. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just out in the hallway, um, and I'm going to turn to the, the woman. I'm, I'm sorry, what is your name? Lavelle. Lavelle, let's, um, let's just step outside. I think it'll be a little less chaotic. Yes. And she goes out into the hall. And when you're both out there, she she looks at you. He does know Frond is a druid, right? You know, I don't think so. It somehow never came up. <laughs> we just it's it's better that way. Um he he he's really he's really fragile, so we just kinda work around him. Okay. He really shouldn't be in this temple. I think if as long as we don't tell him it's okay, that's my line of logic. That seems flawless. Okay. <laughs> I'm not very clever. That will work. <laughs> About your ring. Yes, please. There are tales of rings such as this, or maybe not rings, but items. Um, there is in this tome here. Now, this is a copy of Morden Cayman's um, journals, but it is in here and it discusses, well, you just go to sleep thinking about the ring. And you can bring people with you as oh. long as you're touching Huh. It's as simple as that? Like, when you say think about the ring... Well, it's it's a form of meditation, really. Ooh. Okay, I've never really done that. Hmm. Can you, like, so am I thinking about the physical form of the ring or, like, the non-physical form? I think they're interlinked. Okay. I, I want to try. I mean, I can sleep anywhere, whenever, however... I, I I would like to try. Can you super? Uh, can I? Can I die in my dream? That I do not know. Oh. Can I conjure things? Okay, I have a lot. I have a lot of questions. Can I conjure things in my dream? Can I eat in my dream? And do I have to pee in my dream? Well, there are times where I have to pee in my dream, and then I wake up, and I really have to use the chamber pot. Hmm. Okay, I can learn this the hard way. It's all right. Um, this is exciting, though. Thank you, Lavelle. I'm, I, I want to try it. I, so, okay. Who? 
One more important question. Yes. The dreams that I've had, well, I don't, I don't dream a lot. I really don't. I think I just fall into a deep, deep sleep where I'm like blackness and that's it. Um, however, sometimes when I do have dreams and I can feel that they're real, is there a sense of continuousness in those dreams? Can I return back to those moments? So you want to control your dreams? Yeah. Lucid dreaming. That's, I don't know that word, but yeah. There are people who do this, yes. I am not one of them, but it is a discipline that can be learned. Could you point me towards a group or class of people I could perhaps look to talk to? Do they live in Waterdeep? I mean, my friend, Keela, she meditates all the time. I could ask her. Laval thinks for a minute. Well, you could... You could go to the Temple of Sahanin. Okay, that's in Waterdeep? There is a temple in Waterdeep, yes. Okay, thank you, Lavelle. That's that's awesome. I mean, I, I still want to try this myself. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? But I think it's also very useful you shared that information, and I can maybe make a trip out with my friends. Well, I'm glad I could be of use. Yeah, thank you. Um, What can I do to repay this favor? I mean, you've been so helpful. I feel like I have to... Do you want any help gardening? Thank you, but I am fine with that. Why don't you go collect your friend, and I'll make sure I'm out of sight. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll bring you, like, a flower I find or something, just, like, as my way of saying thank you. I'll find one for you, I promise. What color do you like? Blue. Blue. I'll find a blue flower, and if it's... Yeah, I'll just find one. I don't know enough about flowers. I just hope that it'll be an okay one. That would be lovely. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to go grab my friend. I think he hasn't made any sounds. He's probably okay. Good night. <laughs> Hi, it's me again. I'm sneaking in here with some reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much to everyone who has reviewed us. We are creeping up there. We have, uh, at this point on the US iTunes, we have 131 reviews. Can we get that up to like, I don't know, like 150 for next time? I would love to get 150 reviews. That would be amazing. So if you could, that'd be great. First, I, I do want to thank Sarah Somatic for a lovely review. It's quite long, though, so I don't want to read it all out um, just because it, it is extended. But it is so good. And thank you very, very much for writing it. We do have a pyronomiac. Pyronomiac. D&D is all about storytelling and Victoria is one of the best. Oh, oh geez. Thank you. Uh, the broads are great to listen to. They're definitely one of the groups that thinks much more outside the suggestions of the DM and the collaboration is fascinating to hear play out. But where this podcast really shines is its extravagant theatrics. The music is haunting, the PC engrossing, and the descriptions intricate and immersive. The results are beautiful and honestly a joy to listen to. Well, thank you so much. It's a joy to play this game. This is... 
D and D in this podcast has changed my life. It really has. So thank you. We have Owl Cello. This podcast is like watching an epic TV series. The Foley soundtrack and storytelling details are unequivocal in the genre. Oh geez. Oh wow. It is creative, inclusive, and entertaining. I highly recommend. It is instantly engaging and only gets better. Well done, broads. Well, thank you. And we have Cleric of Loth. 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 Uh, yeah, that spider goddess lady. Of all of the RPG real play podcasts and videos out there, this is a real standout. The GM and players are all very good storytellers and have collectively created a rich, fun, immersive world. I never really thought a podcast could capture the magic of playing with my own group, but man, does this come close. Aww. And you know what? I'm just going to give one more. One more. This one is by Annabelle Crania O, I think. Annabelle Crania O. This story pulls me in like a warm hug that won't let go, and I don't want it to. Audio is a little rough at first. Yep. But then it all comes together. And then it oh, and then in caps locks, I love you, Victoria. Well, thank you, thank you very much. Oh, and this, <laughs> it's called mm-hmm, Girl. That's what that. Well, thank you, thank you very very much. All right, let's get back to it. I want to have gingerly made my way down. Do I need to make another climb check for that? No. No, I think yeah. And I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. holding the glaive very like as menacingly as a halfling holding a glaive can be. <laughs> Pretty menacingly. It's like two I, times. I feel your like height. it's gotta be more than that. <laughs> if I'm three feet tall, <laughs> the glaive probably. is surely as tall as you, right? Yeah. It's a bit taller than me, and I'm six four, so yeah. So, not so much holding it as more uh, propping it up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, oh, Lucky, you're down. Are you... You didn't make any sounds? You sound, You look okay? Uh, I, um... <clears throat> well, once the, once the druid was out of sight, then out of sight, out of mind. I'm not... Look, I'm not too too stressed, I say, and no, no check required. You can see I'm still quite terrified. Um... <laughs> uh, maybe my knees are chattering or I'm, I'm trembling a little bit. Uh, so, uh, oh, by the way, you were very lucky. You uh, coming up and surprising me like that. I could have sliced you apart with this ear glaive. I'm a, a regular expert. Anyway, he, he I, f- yep, I forget exactly I where I got it, this glaive from because uh, in, in my fright, my memory shut down. And uh, I haven't been ma- forming memories for the past, I want to say, five minutes. Anyway... Um, okay. Uh, um, I let go of the clay. <laughs> I don't need that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go pick that up. Um, well, thank you for holding on to my weapon. Um, I'm gonna go sleep, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna ask you a question. But I don't know. It's a normal question, so take it normally. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's an interesting qualifier for a question. It's a normal question. Don't stress. Take it like a normal question. All right, I didn't know there were types. There, I mean, there have to be. There's a type of... Anyway, so I want to sleep, and I want you to sleep in the same room, 
and like our fingertips can touch. <laughs> um, I, got, I just got to say, I'm a uh-huh. big fan of how much hand-holding there is in this game. Not the figurative type, the literal type. I'm a big fan. There's been a lot of hand-holding, and that's great. That's good. That's wholesome. Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, cool. Um, I've slept I mean- in... I've had weirder sleeping arrangements. Okay. I'm glad. Uh, I just like, so be prepared. Uh, maybe you'll come into my dream. Maybe you'll just sleep in the old fingertips. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> wait, wait, what was, sorry. You said something about coming into dreams. What was that? It's fine. I'm sorry. You, you really just skated past that. And I feel like though, I feel like though, I feel like um, maybe you're skating past it because you're trying to deceive me in some aspect or manner. And look, frankly, I, I, I'm appreciative and impressed. So you'll come with, I just, I, 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 all my friends are sleeping right now and I don't want to bother anybody. And like you, lucky you said we're friends and I just, I don't want to be alone for this. You're, um, you're preaching to the converted. You had me at, hey, lucky. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Let's, um, I think my room has tea. It's a tea that smells like, um, well, I don't know, but it's good. I, I think it might help us sleep. All right. Well, absolutely then. I'm a big fan of beverages in general. Excellent. If it's not hot, I hope you don't mind. Oh, it's it's fine. Okay. The two themes of today's uh, today's little adventure, tonight's little adventure, have been warm and hand-holding. <laughs> so you both drink some lukewarm tea and then uh, lay on opposite sides of the bed with just your fingertips touching. Mm-hmm. Reaching out like that Da Vinci painting with um, uh, <laughs> God touching the finger of Adam or whatever. <gasps> That's my name! You're God! <laughs> it is meant to be, what can I say? <laughs> and I have fallen asleep thinking very, very fiercely about not just the ring that's around my finger, but about the the properties, the aspects of this ring and the idea that I can wake up in a dream and be conscious and control that dream. You open your eyes and you stand in a valley, sand underneath your feet. There are mountains on either side of you, but they are the only source of shade, but they are miles away. The sun is beating down on you. It's hot. The ground shimmers in front of you. Maypri, this is familiar. I'm going to stretch comfortably. Oh, wow. This is home. I have not felt a sun like this in a long time. This is nice. And I'm going to look over at Lucky. Are you are you okay? You, you made it. Oh, you made it. This is so cool. I, um, I have not been explained to me what was about to happen. So this is unusual. Uh, did we teleport? Where are we? This is... This is my dream. Um, this is this is my. I think this is my home. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go there. But like being here is nice. Like, and I, am I wearing anything on my feet? You have bare feet. Oh, very nice. I'm going to rub my toes in the sand and be like, "Yep, this this feels like home. This is nice." I uh, I too am from originally warmer climes, so this is quite comfortable for me as well. Um, I am perpetually barefoot. That's just how I how I roll. 
So I will stand up and I will also uh, uh, feel the sand beneath my feet. A, a quick question, and this is a normal question, so uh-huh. feel free You've to approach it normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what are we doing here? I don't know. I, I, I dreamed about my ring, but not anything else. I, I forgot to maybe picture a place. I didn't think I was homesick. I don't really have a lot of fond memories of here. My, you know, my most fondest memories are running away. So... <laughs> I um I I don't want to uh a claim to be an expert on something I'm not an expert that's not that's not me but um if uh if this is your dream then uh surely surely uh, it, it would behoove you to uh, attempt to think to conjure forth what you're looking for and maybe who knows maybe that will work I'm not looking for oh I, I don't know if I'm looking for anything I I had that vision or that nightmare of my friend Yaleri's in the tower and she looks so afraid. And I, I thought that I had thought about saving my friends. And I'm going to look towards the um, the two... What did we call them? The mountains? The mountains. Do I... I mean, in the landscape in general, is it mostly barren? Yeah, it's desert. As you thought, oh yeah, Yaleris, and you look over at the mountains, there's suddenly a black tower. So Lucky, there was no tower there, and you just saw her pause go, I was going to save Yaleris in that tower, and boom, there's a tower. I uh, point to the tower, I point it out in the, the horizon, and I say, uh, that, that, uh, that, that, that uh, 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 we need that to wasn't go there, there before. Let's go there. Take my oh, hand. Wow. Uh, all right, then. <laughs> Continuing the theme. I grab your hand without a second thought. Okay. And I'm going to think us in front of the tower. Okay, for that, because you're bringing Ooh. him with you, give me a d20 roll with, uh, Will. I think I am... I'm okay. 19 plus 1. Okay, dirty 20 it is. Uh, so how... What does oh, that look like and how does it feel? Dirty 20! Oh, that's great! I love that! <laughs> Sorry, go on! <laughs> a dirty 20! That's it's great! a strange sensation from when I reached out and I grabbed his hand and I felt something tangible and I thought... And I really pictured ourselves over there. There was a split second of nothingness, of no consciousness, of almost a empty feeling. And then when we reappear, all that you really feel is the warm air, the ground beneath our feet, and the contact of our hands. As soon as you snap and you're there, shadows begin to grow out from this tower and it starts reaching out towards you. Can I please have dexterity rolls for both of you, please? I got 11. I got 11 as well. Oh, geez. Okay, so... Oh, no. Oh, uh, uh, I'm going to use... Uh, I forgot I had this. I'm going to use my... uh, I have three luck points a day Mm -hmm. that I can use to re-roll... Uh, a die. I'm going to use it to re-roll this. 
Oh, I got 12. Okay. (laughs) Well, 12 does it. So Ah, you manage to leap back out of the way of these outstretched shadows. How does that look? Um, I, as the shadows reach up to us, they slow at first, but then really quickly. I want to, uh, at the last moment, realize what's about to happen. And I want to launch myself backwards, uh, ducking and rolling in the sand, maybe kicking sand in all directions. And the, the, the darkness hesitates a second, hitting the sand and then launches forward. But now all it's got is my, my dust. Hmm. Maypre, you don't leap out in time, and these shadows start to wrap themselves around your ankles, and they're moving up and climbing, vining up and grasping at your wrists. This is not a great feeling. Um, my heart rate is increasing, and I'm struggling. No, 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 no. And I'm trying to pull myself away, and I'm working myself up yet again into a rage. Okay, I need you to give me a um, another will save throw, but at okay. disadvantage. The lowest was a four, uh, four plus one, five. The scene changes. You're no longer at a base of a tower. You are in a field. And there are chains at your feet. And you both are in this situation. And you are both bent over with hoes farming. And around are overseers watching. I'm gonna take a look around. What? What is this? This... This isn't real. I... Lucky? Lucky, you're here. Lucky, where? I can't Uh, be here. I can't be here. And I'm going to reach down and start to pull up my chains. They clatter. Can I attempt to... uh, I guess I don't have lockpicks, but is there anything I can do to maybe either slip out of them or even with something improvised I can find around me? Uh, like any implement of farming or anything like that, could I attempt to either pick them or slip out of them? Mm, Well, why don't you tell me what you're trying to do? Hmm. What's around me? You are essentially on a bit of a chain gang. Um, Yeah. There are about two other people to like behind you. And then there's Maypre in the front. Maypre's in the front. So there's four of you all chained together. Um, you each have a hoe. And that's really it. Other than that, it's really just plants. Hmm. I might try to just slip out. Slip okay. out of the shackles if I can. So sleight of hand. I got 19. You managed to get like one foot free. It. Um, they hadn't clasped it quite tight enough um, fully. They were a little rushed that morning. So you managed to get that foot free. Can I please have perception rolls from both of you? And Maypre, since you are seem to be kind of like, is it fair to say you're kind of freaking out right now? Totally. Okay, disadvantage for perception. 10. Uh, I got 18. Lucky. You start to see a shadow coming from above. And you then start to hear the flap of wings. And you look up, I assume? 
Yeah, no, I my eyes dart upwards. You see a shadowy figure with long horns and these two big tusks coming from its bottom jaw as it flies towards you. But it looks like it's a mass of shadow. That is not good. Um, in a moment of a bit of panic and desperation, with the hoe, I just want to try and... Uh, slam it into my other shackle just to break the lock if I can. Okay, so that would be a strength, I think. You, yeah. Do you have um simple weapon? Um, That's a good question, actually. Let me quickly... Yes, I do have simple weapon proficiency. Okay, so yeah, you would do that as an attack roll. Um, I got 17. Okay, yep. So you 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 get it. I, I do want you to roll damage. That, that would be a be a d4 mm-hmm. plus your strength modifier or minus my strength modifier as the case may be <laughs> wow uh i got two damage okay so you you make contact with it um and it clinks a bit it loosens it but it is not coming apart i'm going to need you all to roll initiative please oh jeez. I don't mean to be alarming uh, right now, but uh, this doesn't look good. I got a nine. Uh, it's 16. Okay, so it is going to be lucky. Then this cre- shadowy creature. And then Maypree. <laughs> if I've loosened the shackle a little bit, can I try to slip out again? Yeah. Sleight of hand. I'll try that again. And you know what? Give advantage oh. on that because you loosened it. All right. Oh, well, that's good because I rolled a one. Uh, so let's roll but another die. But you're a halfling, die. so you can re-roll those ones anyway. Oh, you're right. Oh, thank you for remembering my character better than <laughs> me. Um, I got 23. Yes. So what does that look like? This creature is starting to bear down on the two of you and you slip through. Describe that. Uh, I fall down onto my bum and I use both hands and my free foot to planning them all very solidly on the shackle and I heave with all of my strength and it slips off maybe just in time as I roll out from underneath the uh, the rest of the chain gang. And so you that, that I think that's Fair, that's your turn. You you mm-hmm. break free of these chains. The other two that are attached to you, they start screaming and they start like trying to run away, Maypre. You're still attached to them. I'm rooted. I'm not letting them run. Um, mostly because I'm being stubbornly angry. Okay. So you're you're raging, you're very strong, and you're saying, No, we're we're staying essentially. We stand. Okay, and this creature it is going to see you stand before it. it doesn't like that. Uh-oh. So it is going to fly down and like dive down towards you and then swipe at you with its claws. 23. Oh yeah, that definitely hits. Oh no. Guess I'll find out if I can die in a dream. It's three points Whoa. of damage, so not that okay. bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, as a, 
um, as maybe like a free action. Can I uh, can I yell something? Oh yeah. Uh, I just want to look over and yell, "Free yourselves!" As at basically everyone in the chain gang. I'll uh, I'll figure something out. Um, I mean, heard. I'm I'm gonna look down and oh, sorry. Has the monster is that their turn? Yes, that is their turn. Okay. Um, I again, I'm determined to not back away from this. I don't know. It's almost like a representation of my fear. Like it's, I've got a lot of it, and I feel like this is it out of me. Um, but what I want to do, especially at Lucky's. Um, suggestion is break my chains. Okay, just give me a strength roll. Okay. Oh. I'm very strong. Come on. Oh no. No. Don't it's say not, that. It's not bad, but I don't know. Uh, 15? It's just 15 not what just just does it. So what does that exertion look like? I mean, I have bent over um, and I've grabbed the... Oh, I'm trying to think. If I'm at the front... Yeah, so I can grab the chains in between my legs and then on the outside, which connects me to the person behind me. And I have just pulled and pulled and I have let out a scream, a roar of frustration in order to break these chains. And just with my raw strength, um, I have shattered them. The creature screams, like this high-pitched scream, and as as it does that, its its form billows out, and then it comes back in to create the shape of the creature again. And it looks directly at you, Maypri. She's mad. I belong to no one. She's Lucky your turn. Um, drat. Um, is it within striking range of me and Mapri? Uh, yeah, I, I, it would be, like, you would have to move towards it. Um, it's about mm-hmm. 15 feet away from where you are. Okay. Um, first things and first it's is... hovering in the ground, uh, in the air. It's oh, hovering in the right. ground, yeah, you know, how they do. <laughs> hovering <laughs> just above works. the ground. <laughs> Hey, I didn't know how halflings worked a moment ago, so we're all getting a free pass, I think, on this one. Um, so, first things first. Um, how much does how much does this creature look like a bat? Um, it doesn't actually. It looks more like right. a winged, shadowy gargoyle. All right, all right. Gargoyle does not rhyme with bat. All right, cool. I'm fine for now. So, um, I want to, with the 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 hoe in my hand, uh, I want to barrel forwards and I want to try try and take a swipe at it. If, um, uh, oh, actually, I think I have a rakish audacity. So, oh no no, yes, I think it's rakish audacity, which means that um, I can make my sneak, I can add my sneak attack damage to this roll. Okay. Uh, as I charge forwards, uh, I try to I try to say something, but instead all I can do is stifle a scream. Okay, I'm gonna use another luck repoint, uh, another luck point. Sorry, not repoint. 
to uh, to re-roll that boy. Uh, and it's literally the same roll. Um, I got a uh, 11 to hit. Yeah, that does not work. And so what happens is as you swipe it, your hoe just like glides right through it. And it's just Drat. like smoke. Damn. Uh, well, well, that, well, that just ain't fair, I say. It turns to look at you, Lucky, and its shape starts to change to that of Lavelle. Um, uh, maybe the scream isn't as muffled this time, actually. <laughs> Give me a willpower save, please. Uh, I am... Uh, brave. I have advantage against being frightened. Am I being frightened right now? You are being frightened. That's so good. <laughs> um, I got 20. A dirty 20. <laughs> How do you overcome this fear of this druid? I, I look past the druid and I see uh, Mapri just passed it with her the gash on her shoulder and I tighten my grip on my my makeshift weapon and I set my feet as hard as I can and I just grit my teeth through it mate pre the monster is not attacked that was his attack the fright excellent I, okay, so I, I'm, I'm holding the, or I guess the hoe is on the ground, um, and I don't farm in real life, um, so correct me if I'm wrong, a hoe is like the bendy, it looks like a shovel, but smaller, and it's bent on the bottom? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I would like to straighten out the bendy part. <laughs> so it's more like my weapon, um, just like more square. And um, Okay, give me a strength roll for that. Yeah, okay. This is like iron. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve? No. Oh, oh what? That sucks. <laughs> it's like it's you, made of iron. You, you, no. <laughs> are you raging? Do you get advantage on this? Oh, can I add my plus two to my rage? For like that's normally to my attacks, but Okay, you're I think raging. rage gives my you advantage on strength checks, yeah. On strength yeah. Oh. Let me roll again. My bad. I don't normally raise Everyone gets situations. a free pass. 14. No. Yeah. You try. <laughs> you try really hard. It's like... Argh! And it, like, moves slightly, but then, like, that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, is that my attack action, then? Well, that's a pretty big action. You just mm. tried to straighten yeah. out... I'm going to reposition myself so I'm closer to Lucky then. Okay. With my uh, movement. I'm speedy in my movement. I take big steps. All right. So you take your big steps over to Lucky's side. Yep. Okay. So that brings us to Lucky. Um, uh, may I, if possible, may I use a plot point? Yes. I would like to use a plot point and I want to, with the, the hoe in my hands, I want to be, I want to imagine to myself how much I wish I had my rapier by my side as well. And through the power of the, the dream world we're in, the rapier manifests itself just within my reach and I grab it. Okay, that happens. 
What is the complication, Bianca? He opens himself to attack from the monster. Fair call. I can't remember. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, but you have your rapier. Yes. It's now ready for you, but the the druid, give me a dexterity saving throw, please. I got, oh, natural 20. Nice. Okay, so what does it look like when you escape these grasping, shadowy vines? I want to quickly, as I'm grabbing my rapier, I do another little somersault and I grab my chains. The chains I'd left are on the on the ground, and as part of the roll, I come back up and I throw them ahead of me at the shadows advancing on me. The chains strike the shadows and the shadows part to get around them, but I use that part to hide or to, to slip past through the through the attack. Nice. Oh, do I still get my, uh, was that my attack action as well? I think that's a big action. Like All right, it's, cool, cool, cool. It's a, like, a major action to make something. That's a very, that, no, no, manifest. absolutely. And so now it's the creature's mm. turn. His attention is, still on Lucky at this point. It was going towards you, and it's going to swipe down with these claws. Like, Lavelle did not have claws, but now suddenly her fingers are elongated and pointed. I just want to say, I called this. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That is an 18. As I said. 18, uh, yeah, hits me. Okay. So you feel this coldness go like just slice through your arm and for six damage. It's slicing through your arm, but at the same time, there aren't really wounds. It it feels like cold and like deep inside of you. I grunt in pain. And Maypree? I'm going to take a look down and... Well, kind of uh, shifting my feet a little bit, the chains still wrapped around my ankles jingle. <sighs> I, I'm not going to be chained anymore, and I want to reckless attack. Hell yeah! Um, so I've got attack or advantage on my melee weapon attack. I just really need to hit this thing. Bring the pain. Dirty 20. Yep. And my damage dice rolls. Uh, simple weapon. So where are we? Like, what are we? I'm using the hoe to attack. Yeah, so that's a um, 1d4. A d4. Improvised weapon. Three. Um, don't know if I add. Yeah, your strength modifier. So six. Um, however, and now I do have a uh, disadvantage. Hold on. But attack rolls against me have advantage until the next turn. Okay. Like that's not right. Yeah, so that is right. Yeah, so now you have a, an advantage to hit me. You said I... What did you say as you went to go do this? Describe what this... That whole scene. Yeah. Um, after, uh, you know, I, I really took in that these... These chains are wrapped around my ankles, and it's bringing back a lot of traumatic um, and deep embedded memories that I have worked very, very, very hard to forget. All of those feelings come boiling up, 
and in my furious rage, I just attack recklessly while shouting, like, you will not keep me in chains, and charge at the beast with my hoe. And so to me, does it still look like the druid, or to me, does it look like that horned beast with those tusks? It looks like the horned beast with those tusks. I aim for what I perceive is the head and try to, and I do, uh, stick the side of the hoe in its head and pull with all of my might to bring it down. As you do this, this kind of like a light from inside you um, radiates through your hands into this, this improvised weapon to the hoe and it goes into this creature and it gives like this release of air almost like a death breath and it dissipates oh uh, lucky lucky are you okay who my heart's going like a pounding like a jackhammer and i want to look at you Maybe almost, I almost look on the verge of tears, to be honest. And I say, uh, well, uh, <clears throat> uh, all in a day's work or a night's work, you know, uh, I'm just um, glad we got through that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, are the chains still on my ankles? They are. But mm. as you have this conversation, everything begins to fade and... You both wake up. Uh, oh. I'm gonna sit up. Covered in sweat. I'm just like, <laughs> gross. Oh. L- Lucky, are you... Yeah, are I'm, you awake? Yeah, I'm awake. You will not believe the dream I just had. It was crazy. Tell you what. Phew. Harrowing. Harrowing. Man. Oh, yeah. You're okay. I'm. I'm so sorry for bringing you into that. I would never want to hurt any of my friends. I. I mean, thank you, but I'm. I'm sorry, and I'm gonna look down and make sure, like, I'm. I'm not wounded. I don't have those chains. And then when I realize that I'm okay, I'm just gonna put my hands on my forehead. That. That was too much. I don't know if I can use this ring anymore. I wanna. I wanna put. A hand, uh, not on your shoulder, because you're way taller than me, as basically as high up your back as I can. So, I don't know, maybe the, the, uh, about the midway point, and I say, don't stress, this is not the first time this has happened. I don't know if that's true, but I say that anyway. Um, and uh, uh, I'm, look, we're friends. I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for you. You're looking out for me. That's how it works. And clearly you're, you're, you're working through some intense personal, uh, problems and I'm there to help you. I want you to know that. Uh, so if you look, if you ever feel like you, um, if you ever feel like you're having trouble, if this is too much for you, you can absolutely call on me to help you. Thank you. Thank you, Lucky. I, I I don't know if I can ever repay this. I mean, I'll, you've I'll been... think of something. Okay, I don't do monetary value, but I'll repay you in, like, flowers or something. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but really, 
Thank you. I I do feel bad I couldn't call upon my friends to help me in this. And, and the fact that you were here to be with me on this horrible experience, it, it does, it means a lot. Thanks for being lucky. <laughs> I, I laugh. <laughs> That's very funny. No one's ever made a joke with my name before. Thank you again to Adam Carnavalli for joining us. You can catch him on D&D is for Nerds or other Sans Pants uh, radio material. I got to meet Adam in person at D&D Live last weekend, and he is very kind and sweet. Just don't tell him I told you that. Our next episode will be up June 8th. And, well, May Pree's not the only one who got up to some midnight adventures. See you next time. And now to thank our new patrons. Thank you so much to everyone. We have Watson. Thank you. Her fierceness. Thank you. Rebecca Hampton, thanks. Lace Cake, thank you very much. And Sam Reynolds, thank you. Thank you to everyone who has pledged. It really helps us ongoing. It helps us get to things like Gen Con and Catacon next fall. It's really helpful. And it also helps us just, you know, create more things. So. Thank you very much. And you could probably hear my dog woofing in the background. She's thanking you too. Neoscum is a narrative comedy podcast featuring five Chicago improvisers antagonizing their way through the role-playing classic Shadowrun. It follows a group of misfits and outsiders. Z, the acerbic cyber troublemaker. Pox, the candy junkie klepto from across the pond. Tech Wizard, the public access actor with a petulant thirst for adventure. And Dak Rambo, the nastiest trucker this side of the Robo Mason Dixon. Join the irascible new scum crew on a puerile rock and road trip through a weirdo world of tomorrow, doling out street justice to every deed they encounter, whether they deserve it or not. Um, uh, look, so, uh, Adam has, uh, has seen whether, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the appearances and such, and knows a little bit more than Lucky does. And Adam is aware that Lucky's fear is of druids and, uh, Lucky is not aware of quite where he is. So whenever, whenever you feel Lucky either just understands what's happening or, uh, would maybe be entitled to a check to understand who they're talking to and such. Potentially, I, I don't know. I just think that potentially Adam knows more than what Lucky knows. Feel free to let me know. And then Lucky will react accordingly to what he has discovered is happening with, uh, with a certain quotation marks priestess that they are, uh, they are chatting with right now.
Anyway, yeah. So back to the counting. Uh, sorry, I, d I don't know where I went there for a second. Anyway. Do, do, do. I am furiously <laughs> Googling. <laughs> uh. Sorry, I, I didn't even realize that this was going to be about like dream stuff. And like I got, I mean, I've seen Inception. There's a lot of dream <laughs> questions I need to have. <laughs> it probably won't be very applicable, but apparently if you look at a, a clock, you can, uh, that can help you lucid dream because uh, clocks in a dream will never have uh, any details on them. They're always blank. So if you can try to train yourself to always be looking at a clock in a room and it's blank, you can tell that you're dreaming. I like that. I was thinking maybe mm. like our more uh, medieval application would be like a pendulum, but not necessarily because it doesn't yeah. have sundials. Yeah, sundial. Or uh, I think actually books have the same effect mm -hmm. as well. Hmm. Cell phones are oh, like that fun. in my dreams. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. You have it, but there's no information on it. Yep. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I laugh. <laughs> That's very funny. No one's ever made a joke with my name before. <laughs> oh, I get it. To. I understand. <laughs> and we're going to end with that, I think. <laughs> It was Thank great. You. It was, it was a lot yeah, of that was fun. <laughs> All right, I'll pause my audio so you don't get yes, more of Yes, that me, seems me like a clever idea. Theme song by Victoria Rogers and other music by Kevin McLeod of Incomtech.com. Songs you heard were Dangerous, Long Note, Lucky, Cottages, Northern Glade, Fantasia, Fantasia, Seventh Seal. Spider Eyes, Stormfront, and other music. One other song was by Serpent Music, and that was Rise Again. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs>